Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Kendall Baird of Warren Wilson College. Welcome, Coach. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. My daughter was actually just up at a a church camp in North Carolina. I don't think not too okay. close to you, but but uh, she she's in, she was enjoying the the wilderness and the mountains. And uh, I know was you guys she close are near... to Asheville. Well, she was over more Brevard area. Okay, um, pretty close. So not not too far, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, so um, but if I'm not mistaken, you're getting ready to start your second season on the men's side, which is fantastic. Yeah. You're about to happen. Yeah. yeah it's coming. All right. Well, you know, we're you and I are talking in July. I know people be listening to this later, but I always like to set set the calendar uh, mm -hmm. for folks. Um, so, you know, I'm sure you're getting ready for preseason. But as a Division three institution, kind of what? what is your recruiting calendar like what is your focus right now i'm guessing it's primarily on the 24 class but are you talking any 25s kind of what is your normal timeline on the recruitment side yeah i mean since it is division three i am definitely like kind of behind the other divisions um like even just like a week ago just like finalizing even the 2023 class so like trying to add in like those last few little pieces uh for the season which can be really stressful sometimes but um but yeah, so now everything is kind of focused on that 2024 class. And I've had 2025s reach out. I've had 2026s reach out. And I'm just like, okay, like, I appreciate your, like, I know you're like, I love that you're reaching out and everything, but I'm not quite ready to start recruiting you yet. Um, just kind of getting going with the 2024s. So um, yeah, it takes a little bit longer, I'd say with, you know, the division three and kind of just Warren Wilson as a whole, but like starting to even now, just my second year, it's I'm finally able to like get to know a class for like a whole year before kind of jumping into it all. So I think 2024 class will be really good, just that I've had a longer time to get to know them and, and start recruiting them. So, okay. Well, when it comes to recruiting, what, <clears throat> what are some of your, your hit list events, the places you like to go the most? What, what does your, your calendar generally look like? Yeah, so honestly, a lot of my recruiting is done like online, um, which is has been great for me because we don't have like a huge recruiting budget. So traveling is not like a huge thing at the top of the list. Um, but like the Raleigh showcase, the NCFC, that's a massive one. I mean, there's so many teams that come in. Um, I like to try and make it up, you know, into into Richmond for a few tournaments. That's always a good spot as well. Uh, just kind of depends on the schedule and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, I try and utilize everything that these kids are doing now, like Twitter. I mean, I'm, I've am i found so many kids just from Twitter, just reaching out and being interested. Um, Instagram, like you wouldn't think, but there's kids that, you know, put all their film on their Instagram page and they share that. Um, and then like NCSA and stuff like that. So um, a lot of it is online, but I do love, of course, to try and get out to as many like fairly local ones that I can. Um and of course, just like random college IDs and they're just like, hey, you want to come? Uh, I might have some D3 kids or something. So, yeah, just try and hit those up as much as I can. Well, it sounds like, you know, you, and I, I did the same when I was coaching is, is work other people's camps. Do you do your own camps as well? Yeah. yeah. So we, well, we, we didn't do one this year, had a lot going on this year. So hopefully in the future, um, we'll be having a few more camps. OK, well, when you're when you're at an event, um say um jeff cup or something and, and you're looking at players when, when you're at the event how what what would you say is the mix of you're going to see players who you've had a conversation with you've been in contact with somehow versus 
I just want to sit down at this game and hope to see something. Yeah. So, I mean, Gordon Wilson is still such a small school that a lot of people don't know about. And so that's like, I'm trying to get it more out there for everybody to just see how cool and like awesome and beautiful a place it is. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's always like a few that have reached out. They saw us coming, they've reached out and I'm excited to like actually go and, and see them. But a lot of it is just me coming and just like watching a game and being like, all right, who do I like here? Who can I reach out to? Um, and just like get Warren Wilson more on the map than you know it is right now. So that's kind of the goal is just continuing to like show people who we are and where we are and kind of what we're about um, and then growing from there. Well, whether it's at a camp or an event or something, kind of what makes up that that hierarchy of things that you're looking for in a player that, that makes you want to make those contacts? Yeah, I mean – First thing is just like, I love, like, you got to be hardworking. Like, I'm going to kind of watch for your personality a little bit and things. Um, I mean, one of my biggest recruiting things is, yeah, I want to have a conversation with you and I want to get you on campus so I can fill out your personality because that is just like, my team is definitely a family oriented team. So are you going to be able to fit into that? And, you know, are you trying to win every single ball if you get it taken from you you're stopping and you're just like oh man how, why did that happen instead are you working to get it back like you're always putting 110 percent um I always want hard-working guys because my program I'm bringing in guys that want to immediately jump in and make an impact I'm not bringing you in to sit on the bench that's not the kind of school that we are um you know and it's just guys that seem like they're so ready that first step they come in as freshmen and they're got to be ready to go right off the bat because I'm going to be you know expecting a lot from the guys that I've in and want them to be able to go from day one of preseason proving themselves that they belong in that starting 11. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just a lot of it is personality and just kind of figuring out who that person is and how they act on the field, how they're, you know, the effort they're giving and stuff like that. Okay. Well, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you're, you're bringing people into play to make an impact. So how big a roster are you looking to have? What's kind of your ideal size? Yeah, I mean, uh, this fall will be around 24, 25, which I think is pretty ideal. Uh, I like sitting around there. I could roster 30 if I wanted to. Um, that's like our jersey numbers. We got up to like 30, 31. Um, I don't want to go past that. I, you know, I would hate to have to be that coach that has to bring in a developmental team. Um, that's just also what like Warren Wilson is not that. We're not probably ever going to have that unless the school is like, you know, you got to do it. Um, but yeah, I kind of like that 24, 25 range. I think it's pretty perfect. Just, you know, we have 11 v 11 at practice, um, and then guys will have somebody to fight, you know, for the position. It's not just handed to them. Um, so that's kind of ideal. And I'm kind of excited. That's why, where I'm at in the fall. Okay. Well, you mentioned doing a lot of recruiting online. So are you guys looking at international players or, or folks from the transfer portal or anything else like that, that would kind of be kind of online recruiting? Yeah, so I mean, I definitely looked at the transfer portal. Um, again, it's just like a what's Warren Wilson? You got to figure out what it is. Um, you know, had a few hits on there, but um, it's hard to get internationals because we are Division Three and it's a very expensive school. Um, so it has been pretty impossible to get international students, been like almost right there, but then it's like, oh, just a little bit too much money um, and haven't been able to make that work. So um, a lot of it is I do recruit like lucky for me, like North Carolina has a lot of really good soccer. 
Um, and so like North Carolina, we have a NC free grant, which means, you know, a lot of these kids that live in North Carolina can qualify for this grant, which means they don't pay tuition. They're only paying room and board. So that's been like really useful and helpful for me is finding like really good talented players in North Carolina and then being able to be like, Hey, like you might not have to pay tuition. You're only paying, you know, for room and board, which is definitely doable. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would love to. I'm trying to bring in kids from states close by, you know, I'm reaching out to kids um, across the country, you know, I lived and worked in Montana for two years and so I'd love to have some West Coast kids come over um, and experience the beautiful side of North Carolina, um, but you know it'll be a work in progress just continuing to kind of like get the program out there and grow it and, and then hopefully you know get kids a little bit from from more all over. Yeah, well it makes sense I mean. Obviously, as as a parent, uh, that that dollar mm-hmm. number is one we're looking at. So, it, you know, it, there aren't any D three schools down here in Florida. So, I, yeah. honestly, it was part of the. I played D three when I was in school. I love the D three model, and yeah. and I, one of the reasons I started those pod was to introduce people to schools that, that mm-hmm. may not familiar. So, someone who's down in Florida who might be interested in in say going to Warren Wilson. I'm not holding you to hard numbers here, but g- give me an idea what what might that student athlete be looking at from a cost perspective with with di- the different aid that's available uh, for out of state yeah. students. Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, you know, the division three is all the academic side of things. So we have a really good academic, um, you know, scholarship. So the higher your GPA, the high, like the more money you'll get. Um, and, and then of course we have like grants and things like that. If people are like, Ooh, like I might need a little bit more money. Okay. We have like an owl grant, which is what we call it. And it's just like, here, we want to help you come here. You know, if you like really want to be at Warren Wilson, we're going to help you and try and find you kind of that money. Um, I mean, but it can still probably sit at 20,000 ish. Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of depends of course on their GPA and then um, like the financial status of the family and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, we've been able to get it down, you know, for kids that make it workable. So, uh, but, you know, still got to recruit those, probably those smart kids, you know, the GPA for that division three level. Um, but yeah, hopefully some more uh, out-of-staters can find out about Warren Wilson and come and enjoy it as much as we do. Okay. Well, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit more about the school, because I'm sure there's folks that aren't familiar with with mm-hmm. Warren Wilson there in North Carolina. So you've been there a couple years now or, or getting ready to enter your second season. What have you found to be kind of the the awesome things about the school, maybe even some things we wouldn't learn by going through the website? Yeah. Um, I mean, well, first of all, it's in one of the most beautiful places. I mean, we're right 10 minutes outside of downtown Asheville. Um, so we've got all the mountains kind of school is tucked right off of the, the interstate. You wouldn't know it's there and we're kind of just back in the woods. So you kind of feel like you're living in the woods. Um, it's just beautiful. We have, um, like 15 plus miles of trails on campus. So a lot of our students mountain bike or trail run or just go on hikes. We have access to the river. There's a lot of swimming holes, um, very, very outdoorsy, of course. So that brings in a lot of those kind of kids, um, And then just, of course, just like the small community, we are a super small school. I think there's about 850 students, so it's very close-knit. You don't come and just be a number. You know your professors. They talk to our student athletes all the time and kind of figure out and help help them figure out schedules and stuff like that. Um, And then I think another really cool thing about Warren Wilson is that we are like a work program school, which is only about 
five of us maybe in the country, um, which just means that every single kid on campus has a job on campus and they get paid for it. Um, comes off tuition. So that's another little bit of like a scholarship that they can get. Um, doesn't go to their pocket, of course, which I'm sure they wish, but it comes off tuition. So it helps there. Um, and it's, it's great because we have 60 plus different work crews that they can kind of choose from. So let's say they want to major in business. We have a business crew. They can get four years of work experience within business before they even graduate, um, which I like to say, you know, some kids might be like, oh, I worked at Starbucks for two years. Like that's the work experience I have. But most employers nowadays are like, oh, you need four years of experience. Like, how do you expect me to do that mm. um, in college? So, you know, we have that where they can go in like, I mean, there's you can be an electrician. You can work as like metal smithing stuff. We have an athletics crew that helps out with all of the setup for events and does the announcing and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they only work about eight hours a week. It's 120 hours a semester. So it's not something massive that they really have to put um, a lot into, but it's such a great opportunity to just build a resume for four years before you even graduate. Um, and which I think is really cool about Warren Wilson. It's a great selling point. A lot of, you know, parents are also like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You get the work experience before you graduate. I love that. Um, so that's been kind of a good selling point as well. No, that is very unique. Um, well, obviously besides the, the sport side and the work side, they've got the class side. So, and for a lot of student athletes coming into college fresh that, you know, the, Time management, the balance is tough, right? So specifically, how do your student athletes really balance their studies with their sport? Kind of what support systems does a school offer to help them? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this school, you got to do your work, your classes and um, soccer. So it does seem like kind of a lot. Um, but I know since we come right in off the bat and we get started that first day before we even start classes, the guys are kind of figuring out how their schedule is going to work. A lot of classes are done by 3.50. We practice from 4.30 to 6, so they don't really have to worry about that. Um, and then just finding kind of spaces in there where they can get some work hours in. Um, but our work crew leaders are really good about helping them kind of plan around um, athletics and stuff like that. So our work crew leaders are really big on helping them kind of figure out their time management and stuff like that. And then there's just so many other resources on campus that they can go and ask anyone for help. That's the thing about the small school. Like you, it's so easy to just say, hey, I need help with something. And someone's going to be like, okay, here, this is how we're going to do it. This is what we're going to do. Um, so, I mean, even like the athletic staff, we're all really super close. And um, our AD is absolutely wonderful. She's been incredible. This is this will be the start of her year two as an athletic director. Um, but she's been at the school for about eight or nine years already. So she really knows all the ins and outs of everything. And, and so um, she's been really great at helping us and helping the students kind of figure out. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of support on campus since it's such a community. Okay. Well, you mentioned the, the practice time being there in the afternoon, kind of, let's just assume it's, it's October. Uh, can you walk me through what a, what a normal schedule for a week would look like for a player in terms of practice meals, game cadence, yeah. classes, all those kinds of things? Yeah. So I know that they don't have 8 AMs. It might be like an eight 30, but it's like, Oh, it's not an 8 AM. So, um, <laughs> so I know they start kind of early sometimes, um, the campus is smaller, so it's, of course it's easy to get to everywhere pretty quickly. Um, so they'll do class and then get some work hours in in the morning and um, lunchtime, maybe get some studying and stuff around that. And then, of course, like I said, classes end around 3.50 or even like a work schedule could end kind of there at 3.50. And then they kind of quickly transition over to practice. They come in, you know, get changed, get ready for practice. We go from 4.30 to 6.00. 
then they'll run over, of course, to dinner um, and get that. And then I know some of them will get together and, and study kind of after dinner um, and then, you know, starting to do study hall. And so they're going to be jumping into that as well. But um, since we kind of it can be kind of a crazy week here just because of our conference as well. Um, so our conference is called Coast to Coast Conference, which means that there's a school in California, there's two in Wisconsin, there's two in Virginia, one in Maryland, we're the only North Carolina one. Um, so we don't actually play any of these teams in the regular season. So I get to pick out um, the schedule. So the only like our conference, it's like top six based on Massey rating, your record schedule, that kind of thing. We'll go and play at one of the schools each year. Um, so this fall, it's actually in California. So that's our goal is to make California. Um, but because of not having like a set conference schedule, I have to work around all the other schools we play, which are in a conference. So in our September can be like really crazy because we're trying to play all those teams before they jump into conference um, in October. Uh, so it can be a little crazy. Might have a game on like a Tuesday, might have one on Wednesday. It could be like really any day of the week. Um, so the schedule really does vary in that sense. Um, but once I get into the rhythm of it, it's been pretty simple to get going. Um, but yeah, just we'll have, of course, that one day off that everybody gets. Um, and then how many games we kind of end up that week and, and practice that week as well. So, okay. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the team and the soccer side of things. I know we already talked about roster size, but what about staff size? Who else is on your staff? Kind of what role do they play? Are there, let's just say, athletic department staff that also help with the program? What does that kind of look like? Yeah. So I have one assistant. Um, he is part-time, but he is absolutely wonderful. He just actually started at a, a new UPSL team here. Um, so he's kind of taken on a lot, um, but he's been really, really, really wonderful. Kind of came in with me last, um, last year when I started, brought him in. Um, the guys really, really like him. And then of course, you know, we got it, all the athletic trainers that you need. We got all that access to all of that stuff for them. Um, and then we just made a full-time strength and conditioning coach as well. So she will just fully be doing all that for us. Um, so we'll be setting up all those work schedules for them for lifting and programs and stuff like that. Um, and then of course, you know, we have like counselors and stuff that we have good connections with that the guys can have access to very easily. Um, and then any other like support staff, you know, we all kind of, anybody who works there kind of takes on a lot of different roles. Um, and so we just are all there to kind of help each other. And um, so that's like the great thing too, with the staff that I work with, we all kind of know each other's athletes as well, because it is smaller. And sometimes we kind of share some athletes um, and kind of know each other from that. So, I mean, yeah, they've, they've got plenty of support anywhere they need to turn and look, they've got access to all of that. Okay. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> In terms of you as a coach, how would you describe, you know, your coaching style, the the style of play that you're trying to implement with the team? Yeah, um, I mean, soccer is my life, of course, and I freaking love it. Um, so, I mean, I love to have a lot of fun with it. Of course, like what we need to get done and what we need to do, I'm going to be absolutely serious about. We're going to get through what we need to do, but I love to have fun and just make things like lighthearted. I don't want it to be something where they dread to come to practice and it's like, oh, it's just another session. Like, I hope they're excited and ready to go every single time. I'm trying, I'm very big on, you know, high positive energy. So I bring that every single, every single practice and just enjoy being around them. Um, and then of course, just like our playing style, like I love playing out of the back. I 
don't like the Americanized kickball kind of soccer that drives me crazy. Um, but you know, you know, of course, sometimes that might have to happen if the team is just coming at you, pressing you like crazy. Um, but that's where, you know, I hope I have a keeper that can notice those moments and then just maybe break a line and then we kind of play from there. But playing out of the back is definitely kind of, you know, what I really instill into them and, and keeping possession just to progress through the thirds of the field. So I want to try and make it beautiful soccer. It's not always going to be beautiful soccer, um, but as much as we can kind of work on that and like try and make that happen just to keep the ball and not destroy ourselves playing defense the whole time, of course. Um, is is what I really enjoy and I think the guys have really bought into that and it was a lot of fun just getting used to it and learning it like last year and getting better and better at it so I'm excited for this year because now I've got a group that already kind of you know understands what we're doing and what our goal is and so now hopefully these new guys come in and they just immediately off the bat kind of jump in and we're ready to go right off of that so okay well, what about your spring, your your off season? What would that typically look like for for your guys? Yeah. So, thankfully, the NCAA just bumped it up to we get twenty four days um, in the spring now, even though it was the sixteen, which is just crazy to me. Um, so we this last spring, it was just kind of they came back, they kind of did their thing January, February. I let the you know they went to spring break, and then we started right when they got back from spring break. Um, so that last about five weeks of school, we were going three times a week um, to get those 15 days. And then that last day was our play date. Um, so we went and played division two team and two really good NAIA teams that I was really proud of, um, you know, the results that we got and, and how hard they worked. Um, but it's just so hard when you only have 15 days in the spring to work with them. And um, we were already kind of a smaller team. So that's why I was kind of recruiting big for this year. And so we only had like 14 guys in the spring. So definitely much smaller compared to the teams that we played um, that were bringing in like 30, 35 guys. Um, and they all, you know, held their own and it was great. So, but I'm super excited, you know, this next spring that we'll get those 24 days to actually really work um, and we'll have more numbers this time. And so we can really build on what we're doing and continue on into the fall 2024. Okay. No, that's great. Well, you, you've given us a lot of info. We've talked about a lot of different things, but uh, the last question I always like to, to have is if you had one piece of advice, one, one nugget of information, you'd, you'd would love every parent player, anybody going through this college recruitment process to have, what would that be? Ooh. Um, I mean, I just, I always like to, you know, preach just like go and step on a bunch of different campuses, just see how it feels to you. Because for me in my recruiting process, like I could look at a school on campus and be like, Ooh, this looks really cool. I really like this. But then I go and step on it. And I was like, Oh, like, this just doesn't feel like the right vibe to me. And, you know, where I went to school, I stepped on campus and it immediately felt like home. And so like, I want, you know, all recruits to go and explore different places and make sure that they get on campus, make sure that they meet the coaches and the players, because that's who they're going to be spending all their time with. Um, so I, yeah, I just, I want them all to just, you know, take it in stride and, and go and visit as many places as possible just to find that right fit for them. Um, you know, we always preach it's not about the division. It's not about, you know, what kind of level. It's where I think you feel at home and where you feel happy and somewhere that you're going to thrive outside of soccer as well. Um, so I always want recruits to kind of just get the feel for things. I always try and get them on campus just so they make sure that, you know, Warren Wilson feels like a place that they could be happy and that they could, you know, feel safe and at home. So 
think that would be my little bit of advice. Love it. Love it. Well, coach, wish you the best of luck here in your second season. Thank you. Uh, if you, if you get down to Florida for any recruiting events, let me know, uh, <laughs> but uh, wish you the best of luck and really thanks for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Take care. Thanks.